I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I was just in the kitchen, you know, making a bit of breakfast for my son heard the letterbox go. Meet Kate Grinnell. She's lived in Whitby for eight years. Cheshire Whitby, not Yorkshire Whitby. Unfortunately, no no lovely coastal area right here. No, no fish and chips. So went to the door and, and saw some glossy green brochure about how Whitby was going to be, you know, this, this pioneer of change. The brochure was about a trial that would test a potentially greener way to heat their homes. We were going to be at the forefront of this amazing renewable technology that was going to help us, well, effectively, you know, save the planet. But as some residents learned more and more, the idea went sour. And I just had a light bulb moment of, oh, wow, this is not what they're selling it as. A bunch of them formed a group in opposition to the planned trial. They gave out leaflets, knocked on doors. They even managed to arrange a big town meeting to make their case. It's the fossil fuel industry. You can tell when they're lying because their lips are moving. Okay, so... But these aren't NIMBYs or climate deniers. It's more complicated than that. We've been hearing a lot about green policies in the news lately. In the Uxbridge by-election last month, the Conservatives narrowly held on to Boris Johnson's old seat, fighting the expansion of the ULES ultra-low emission zone. Rishi Sunak announced new licences for North Sea oil and gas. But this is the green controversy, bubbling away, that you might have missed. Not cars or fossil fuel drilling. It's about what's happening in your own home. Cadent, a gas company, wanted to run a trial to test whether instead of natural gas, homes could be heated using hydrogen. It's a gas that's expected to be a major part of reaching net zero. It's not just being considered as a rocket fuel in space, but also for planes, trains and automobiles. An 80-passenger aircraft, flying on batteries, kind of impossible. Hydrogen planes, though, they're taking off emission-free. Energy storage is essential, and we need to do it in a clean way. And the way to do that is with hydrogen. But hydrogen might not be the answer to all our fuel problems. Hydrogen is innately energy inefficient compared to heat pumps. Worldwide, 99% of it is made with fossil fuels. So who's pushing it? 
and why. These companies depend on the pipes going into people's homes being perceived by investors to have a value. If there isn't a fuel going into those pipes, then they don't have a value. You're listening to Stories of Our Times from The Times and The Sunday Times. I'm Luke Jones. Today, is home hydrogen heating a pipe dream? I'm Ben Cook. I am the Times Earth editor and I write about the environment and climate change and how to stop it. Explain for us why this story matters. Why, why is it of interest? Well, this story matters because one of the main challenges we have to get over as a country in our pursuit of net zero is how we heat our homes without using natural gas. And really this story is about whether hydrogen might be that technology or whether we should be using other technologies like heat pumps. A heat pump is a device which can be powered by renewable electricity and it gathers heat from outside and compresses it and channels it inside. Even on a coal's day, there's enough energy in the air that if it's compressed, it can heat a house to a comfortable temperature. Hmm. So what's happening here really is of interest to the rest of us because whatever works could be rolled out around the country. Yeah, exactly. So the government has said that it wants to stop the sale of gas boilers altogether by 2035. And so over the coming years and decades, as each of us reaches a point where we're going to have to replace our gas boilers we will also be asking what technology we should replace it with. Mm. So what would the trial actually involve? So Cadence's original plan was to convert the network of pipes carrying natural gas into people's homes in Whitby to hydrogen. When, when I saw that leaflet, I mean, I had a... I, it was a bit of disbelief. I just thought that there's something that sounds so easy, but, you know, I don't have to pay for anything. I don't have to do anything. Mm. I am just going to be part of this amazing change. It's going to do wonders for for all of the UK and will be first. Kate's story began last May. In 2020, the government put together a 10-point plan to reach net zero by 2050. One of the target milestones in this plan was a large village hydrogen heating trial to be run in 2025. It asked gas companies to bid for it. Cadence bid proposed to convert around 2,000 homes in Whitby to hydrogen. I started to have questions come October. I attended their working group, so I attended the working groups that were facilitated by Cadence. I had had a home assessment. The home assessment was originally, we will come into your home and we will help answer all your questions and we will look at how do we convert your home to hydrogen or the alternatives were electric and heat pumps because at this point I'd done quite a lot of research with a lot of independent environmentalists, chemical engineers, scientists. So we saw this as an opportunity Hmm. then to ask questions about that. Kate, they must not have known what was hitting them. Uh, well, I, I <laughs> to be honest, you know, I, I must have thought, what have we got into? I did, I did play the part of, you know, I don't know a lot about this stuff, but 
could you help answer my questions? And they just launched into an absolute sales pitch of how fantastic this was. It was going to change the world. If I didn't have my list of questions and my reservations and my challenges already, I could absolutely see how someone would be just swayed along. My little man with a clipboard did not have an answer to anything. And in the end, he just said, we're just here to do a a home assessment and measure up for your appliances. So Cadent were giving the really strong impression that hydrogen is going to be necessary for the decarbonisation of home heating. Whereas Kate started hearing from all these other experts who are saying that actually hydrogen is going to be way more expensive than natural gas. So Cadent had said that they would pay for the hydrogen boiler And then for the duration of the trial, they would also subsidise the cost of hydrogen to the level of natural gas. Hmm. The question in residents' minds was what happened after the end of those two-year trials. They were worried that they would be left having to pay extra for a fuel that they never even had a choice or at least not a choice of whether to stay with natural gas. And hydrogen is forecast to remain much more expensive than natural gas for a long, long time. Last year, a study by the energy analysts Cornwall Insight found that hydrogen could add 70% to bills compared to gas by the end of the decade. Caden refute this and say that heating your home with hydrogen in 2030 will be cheaper than using natural gas today. Although really the weight of evidence against their point of view is fairly substantial. An academic called Jan Rosenau has reviewed all 40 independent studies of hydrogen for heating and found that none of them supports a large role for it, in part because it will be too expensive. That's the price point. What about sort of environmental concerns? On the face of it, would it be a lot greener for them all to switch over to hydrogen? So this really depends on how you make the hydrogen. We can make hydrogen in three ways. We can make what's called grey hydrogen using fossil gas, and that releases carbon into the atmosphere. And then there's blue hydrogen, which uses the same method, but the carbon emissions are captured and stored underground, or at least most of them are captured. And finally, you can make what's called green hydrogen by running a a renewably generated electrical current through water to split the oxygen atoms away from the hydrogen atoms. And if you do that, then yeah, that is a green way of making hydrogen. Now, the problem is that actually we make tiny amounts of green hydrogen right now. Worldwide, 99% of it is made with fossil fuels. Hmm. And the supply chain for green hydrogen doesn't really even exist yet. I mean, lots of policymakers are talking about it. Lots of business people are talking about it. But still, for the most part, it only exists in their mind's eye right now. And so the idea that we would have enough green hydrogen to roll out hydrogen heating across the country is really a questionable assumption. Hmm. (laughs) Like, it's more than questionable. It's, um, It's incredibly unlikely. Another concern that residents in Whitby had was that hydrogen 
could be more dangerous than natural gas. Now, hydrogen is more flammable than natural gas. It can explode at lower concentrations. Although Cadent pointed us to an article that said that actually the dangers were exaggerated. Now, the government's own research comes to Cadent's conclusion, but it comes to that conclusion by what some might take to be slightly worrying reasoning. So the government's own research found that actually, even with safety devices called excess flow valves, hydrogen boilers could still lead to three times as many explosions a year as natural gas. Now, it also found that those explosions might be smaller, and therefore the overall risk to life would be roughly the same as natural gas. But the chemical engineer, Tom Baxter, put these findings into his own words by saying that hydrogen causing more, although smaller, explosions is like being asked whether you would buy a car which crashed more often, but had more safety measures to make sure you were just as safe. Blimey, what a quote. And it snowballed to the point really until there was myself and two other Whitby residents and we, we, we said, oh, should we just go to the pub and we'll go and have a chat about it? Now, we'd never met each other before, but we were obviously had the same kind of questions. So we got really into the weeds of doing a lot of deep dive research into this. This wasn't just a, I didn't want this in my house. My bottom line is, this is not a green technology. This is a delay tactic from gas companies. hydrogen is innately energy inefficient compared to heat pumps. So as we were saying before, the way you make green hydrogen is you run an electrical current through water. Now that process is only 70% efficient. You lose 30% of the energy in the process. Compare that with heat pumps, which can actually make four units of heat for every one unit of electricity that goes into them. So what that means is that any given amount of electricity can kick out about five times as much heat via a heat pump than via an electrolyzer and then a hydrogen boiler. And what that means is it would require five times as many wind turbines and solar panels and so on to generate all that electricity to create hydrogen which would also be five times as many squabbles about whether to put those wind turbines in the field, outside people's homes, and so on. And also on top of that, if it's five times the faff, five times as expensive. Yeah, exactly. And this is why Greg Jackson, the head of Octopus Energy, has described using hydrogen to heat our homes as being like using champagne to flush our lose. <laughs> our next step was actually to meet with our local MP, Justin Madders, mm. with a very, very long list of this is everything that we've uncovered. Because at the end of the day, this is all about enabling people to have full access to all independent information and letting them make a decision for themselves. And with all that information laid out there must have still been people in Whitby who thought yeah this I want this let the trial go ahead 
Yeah, yeah, of course. You had some people that were absolutely convinced it was the the future and, and they bought into what was being sold to them. But the majority of people that we spoke to, and, and I do say that with a level of assurance because we did a lot of campaigning, door knocking, speaking to people, leafleting, and over a thousand people we spoke to all absolutely confirmed, I don't want anything to do with this. And was there a moment in your campaigning that you had something of a a breakthrough? So I think the breakthrough for us came after much deliberation and back and forth. Our MP did commit to giving us a public debate and a public vote. So our public debate was held in February of this year. And we said, look, we just want a public debate that all residents can attend and Caden can have their say, but then we have independent experts that we will ask to come and attend. All Mm. the residents should have access to all that same information at the same time and then be able to make a decision for themselves. On a scale of 1 to 10, how spicy was it? I I would say a a 12 out of 10, it was spicy. (laughs) The government said if they haven't got the support of the residents, it can't happen. So let's make sure it doesn't. When your grandchildren ask you, what did you contribute towards decarbonisation? You'll be able to answer, I volunteered to participate in the Whitby Hydrogen Village Trials, which enabled the rollout of hydrogen to be decarbonised across the UK. Excuse me, can you be respectful, please? Hi, everybody. I'm Angie from Caden, um, and thank you for Um, taking... We did did ask for people to be respectful, please. Yeah, thanks for coming out this evening, and also thank you... We had about four or five hundred people there. Our independent experts had turned up. This trial is entirely pointless in terms of proving whether hydrogen is the most cost-effective way of decarbonising homes. 33 independent reports have come out against hydrogen for heating. How much evidence do you need other than 33 reports and, uh, and reports by the Commons and the Lords and Chris Skidmore? Right, OK, thank you, Professor. You know, it's the talk of the town, it was in the newspaper, we had so much press interest. We, we were just in the middle, we just finished an admin meeting of our campaign group. We were just coordinating, right, we now need to go and print out 2,000 leaflets. We now need to go and door knock on everyone because we need to make sure that everyone says no to this trial now. And then Lord Callanan, a tweet, magically appears on Twitter. Lord Callanan is a government energy minister. His tweet said, after listening to the views of residents, it's clear that there is no strong local support Therefore, Whitby will no longer be considered as the location for the UK's first hydrogen village trial. You know, all our phones were just buzzing because people are screenshotting it and going, I've just seen this. What does this mean? And we did think, well, why is this going on Twitter at 10, you know, 10 o'clock at night? <laughs> this is not an official form of communication. This is really quite telling of how the whole thing has been ran. And obviously, the, the weeks that followed, the town was just... I can't I can't even explain the sense of relief we won. In a moment, why, despite all of this, 
there's still a plan to do pretty much the same trial in another town. And what does the opposition to this tell us about how green policies generally will fare as we strive for net zero? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So what's next for these trials then? Because Kate and her associates from the pub have managed to sort of fend this trial off from Whitby. She seems to think that this is of no use trying anywhere. And yet they are going to try it somewhere else, that there's another place where they want to do this trial instead of Whitby. Yeah. Now that the Whitby trial is not going to go ahead, there is still the possibility that the government could run a trial in Redcar. They've said they'll make that decision later in the year. Although it is possible that if the residents in Redcar were to kick up the same fuss, then perhaps that trial wouldn't go ahead either. It's interesting to note here that a couple of weeks ago, the Energy Secretary, Grant Shapps, said that it was less likely that we would be using hydrogen to heat our homes. That's not to say that the trials won't be run, but You know, the mood music is really going against using it. So the people who are really in favour of hydrogen are the gas networks. The clean energy expert Michael Liebreich explained it to me like this. He said that for the gas networks, the switch to hydrogen is really an existential issue because if we don't switch to hydrogen and... Instead, we decarbonise heating only with the other solutions like heat pumps. Then there will be nothing going through the pipes that these companies own. And the value of those companies depends on their investors believing that all those pipes are going to have a value in a net zero energy system. And they just won't if we abandon natural gas and don't move to hydrogen. And it's not just here in the UK, is it, that the implementation of, of green technologies and, and policies are chafing against the, the general public. I imagine it's a story that's happening all over the place. Yeah. I mean, it's worth pointing out that what Kate and the other campaigners were chafing against was not so much the deployment of a green technology as against their impression 
that they were being encouraged to take up a technology which might not actually have a role in the green transition. But the real warning sign for the UK government is what's been happening in Germany recently. So the German government recently announced that they wanted to stop the sale of gas and oil boilers by next year. And so that's 11 years sooner than the UK government. And they announced that without clarifying what kind of subsidies would be on offer. And this has caused outrage amongst the German public. And the Green Party, who have been really leading the way on this, are seeing a hit to their polling numbers. And we've seen other disputes across Europe about measures which were intended to help us reduce our emissions. Ultimately, this is a transition which will be able to deliver a higher quality of living in many ways, including cleaner air and also cheaper energy, because renewables are just becoming so fantastically cheap. But as we move on from just making targets to get to net zero, to the era of actually implementing policy and deploying technologies to reach those targets, hmm. the government has, has to move really quite carefully to make sure that it's not upsetting people in carrying out the net zero transition. We got in touch with the gas companies to get their point of view. Cadent told us they'd always been open and honest with residents in Whitby about the hydrogen trial, that any suggestion they'd misled residents was completely untrue, and they said hydrogen is not any more likely to leak than natural gas. They said they'd been working with the health and safety executive to ensure any use of hydrogen was safe and robust. They denied any suggestion that pilots like the one in Whitby were a delaying tactic, explaining that hydrogen would need to be part of the UK's energy mix and that the whole country has a vested interest in the gas network. Northern Gas Networks told us no one in Redcar would be forced to use hydrogen and that those who decide to opt out will be provided with an electric alternative instead free of charge. They said there'd be no extra cost to consumers during the trial and nothing will ever be installed or supplied to the public that is unsafe. They also said the trial could bring £300 million of investment and at least 300 jobs to the local area. You've been listening to Stories of Our Times, a podcast brought to you thanks to subscribers of The Times and The Sunday Times, with me, Luke Jones, and my guests Kate Grinnell from Whitby and Ben Cook from Times Earth. You can find all of Ben Cook's work at thetimes.co.uk or in print. The producer was Hannah Varrell, the executive producer today was James Shield, and sound design was by David Crackles. If you can, leave us a review, a nice one. It helps other people find us. Goodbye. <laughs>